0: this week we test your knowledge of road trip trivia plus how we deal with mice and what's your criteria for checking off a state this is rv miles RV Miles is sponsored by L.L. Bean, dedicated to helping you experience all the benefits of time outside and stay more comfortable while you're out there. From soft and breathable activewear designed to do it all, to just right layers perfect for changing weather, to sun-smart clothing that blocks the sun's harmful rays, every L.L. Bean product is made with comfortable time outside in mind. Visit llbean.com to shop now. L.L. Bean, be an outsider.
1: Welcome to episode 205 of the RV Miles Podcast. I'm Jason.
0: And I'm Abby. And we are two full-time travelers who have been on the road since 2016 with our three boys, crisscrossing North America. Each week on the podcast, we talk everything from RV and travel destinations to news, our national parks, and a whole lot more. And I just made that whole thing up because I could not remember what I had written. so it's gonna have to do (laughs) that that works for me I'm fine (laughs) it'll just have to be what it is do we
1: think people care I don't know I don't
0: (laughs) I don't I don't think anyone was trying to mouth the words along with me no
1: (laughs) we are on a a whirlwind tour here traveling across the great state of Illinois we are coming to you from our Airbnb that we're uh, visiting Chicago at and it's a, it's a lovely place because it reminds me of our old apartment so much. They're all wonderful. This, this shotgun style apartment yes. where you've got the living room, then the dining room, and then the bedrooms and the kitchen, and they're all in order. So- I love it.
0: It is almost the exact same layout as ours. And I was talking to a friend about this. You, your front door walks into the dining room. Yeah. You have a bedroom off of the living room. Then you have two other bedrooms across from that is that one bathroom, which is right next to the kitchen.
1: Ours was just reverse of this yeah. floor plan.
0: Absolutely. And of course, you have the lovely Chicago squeaky hardwood floors. So when I got up this morning before everyone else, because I needed to go to the grocery store, it sounded like a tornado in this place. (laughs) Everything was... (laughs) It was so loud, but it's so charming. The big... doors, you know, everything's heavy, everything's wood. It's just, it's so charming and it's so wonderful to be here. And we are so thankful to our friends who are sharing their Airbnb with us. And if you find yourself coming to Chicago and you want to stay in a great apartment, I'm going to link to their Airbnb in our show notes and you can check it out for yourself because it's just, it's so charming. It's so nice to be here.
1: That said, there's a little bit of an echo in here. So if, you, if you're <laughs> well, hearing an echo, that's what it is. Because <laughs> we don't know. This is why we often don't record inside in general.
0: Well, also, it's a Chicago apartment, and yeah. they're very echoey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I wanted to start the show by giving a shout-out to uh, our friends, listeners, Harry and Donna, uh, because I just thought this was so cool. They just hit the road from Laverne, Tennessee, and they flipped a coin to decide which direction to go. North to Michigan or west to the Grand Canyon. Coin landed on tails and they headed west. And uh, last I heard, they were in Oklahoma. I think that is so cool that you just flip a coin and decide where to go.
0: It's just the epitome of being a nomad. I mean, yeah. you just you have no plans. You just go and you kind of let the fates decide which way. And uh, we've been there, but more like we didn't book a campground. And so now we're just going to have to let the fates decide as to what (laughs) campground we're going to be staying at and exactly where that's going to be. So I hope they're having a really wonderful time. And that was really cool that they shared that with us in the group.
1: We have a couple questions. This one from Jessica in the Facebook group. Those of you with US maps on the side of your trailer to fill in, do you put a state sticker up for a state you have traveled through or spent the night in? Just seeing how the majority of people do this. We get this question so often. What is your criteria for putting up that state sticker? We actually have a scratch-off Yeah, map,
0: I love our scratch-off <clears throat> one, too. We keep it on the refrigerator. And we actually, as a family, have gone back and forth about this. And we finally landed on you have to spend at least one night in the state before you can scratch that state off.
1: Mm, I think your criteria... And let's be honest, it's your criteria (laughs) is a a little bit more stringent than that, because there are a couple states that we have spent one night in that you will not allow us to scratch off.
0: (laughs) But I guess my point being is that those were with that, those were drive throughs where we were just stopping in a rest area or, you know, we were doing wall docking or boom barreling or something. And there was no real sense of being there. We're just stopping for a few hours. We're sleeping and we're moving on. Yes, we did overnight. But did we go to a campground? Did we, you know, did we, or was that stop just to get us to the next point? And I feel like if it's just to get us to a next point, that feels... That doesn't feel fair to me. Like, it's not experiencing. That's why we can't check off Georgia.
1: Well, I'm just saying that we've spent an absurd amount of time in Missouri, but you won't let us check off no, Missouri. No, 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 no. Don't, don't do that. Missouri <laughs> has
0: been scratched off.
1: Oh, Missouri, did we do it Missouri has it been finally. scratched okay. off. Yes,
0: because there's probably never... Well, at that time, we thought we are never going to be camping in the state of Missouri.
1: Because we're always visiting your parents in right. Missouri.
0: And now here we are looking at once we get the Sabre we're booking campgrounds near my parents because yeah. we're going to take the fifth wheel there. <laughs> so we'll the get to check it off regardless. Bottom
1: line is come up with your own criteria and it doesn't matter what other people do.
0: No, wh- however you want to be as a traveler. And, uh, you know, what's interesting about this is some people feel very, very passionate about this. Well, I guess and there are very yeah, strict and, and there are rules a lot of, on it.
1: There are a lot of things that come up. So, for instance, you if you camp in New Jersey just across the river in order to visit yeah. New York City, and you spend all your time in New York City, but you're camping in New Jersey. Do you count New York?
0: No, you don't,
1: because th- you're not th- And I think there. you do, because you did, no. s- you, you did well, an activity in New York.
0: Right, but the thing that you're traveling with... Did not get to go into that state. And New York okay. is so much more than just New York City. Could, then, That's not fair. Then
1: here's the flip side of that. Say you're driving through South Dakota. You don't stay the night, but you stop and you visit Mount Rushmore. No. Do you count South Dakota?
0: Not not for me. I think you have there, to there sleep. Are a lot of, there are a
1: lot of questions.
0: Absolutely. So, you know, you do you. I just think you have to sleep in the RV at a campground one night. All
1: That's right. All. <laughs> One more question here. Um, this comes from Roger. Mice, mouses, cheese rodents, oh. vermin. Can we talk about them? How do you keep them out of your RV when it's parked? And we've talked a lot mm-hmm. about this in the past because we have had um, issues with mice in the past. Yeah. That said, I just, I just wanted to bring this up because I wanted to talk about Fresh Cab, because we've had people recommending Fresh Cab to us over the years, which is just a little packet that smells kind of Christmassy.
0: It smells like a spruce train. It's
1: and delightful. You can pick it up at most hardware stores, and it's said to deter rodents, and we have been using that for, well, ever since we got this trailer, really, right? Yeah.
0: Well, we had one weekend... When we were dry camping that we think we, we know we had yes, a mouse. Yes, yes. And after we left that campground, we were there for a couple days and we left, we went and we bought all this and we did not take the mouse with us, thankfully. Yellowstone. But we,
1: That's where it was, right after Yellowstone. Yes. That's when we started.
0: Yes. And so it has been fantastic and knock on wood that it continues to do the job because it's, it smells great. It's very overpowering though in At the first, beginning yeah. now we if you decide to use it we put it in locations where we can kind of contain and close off the smell so under seats or if you can get in under the tub we had a tub so we could get in underneath there or Which under is the seats where sink. the
1: mice are anyway right yeah, the places so- that they're going
0: Absolutely. So you want to put those there and then that's going to kind of, uh, tamper down that smell a little bit, but just know for the first, probably 24 to 48 hours, if you're really sensitive to Christmas tree smell, this might not be the product for you, or you might want to do it when you're not going to be in the rig. Like this is a question, you know, it's going to be parked it's going to be there. Maybe they're going to have it parked for a while. This is a great option. I do think they suggest you change it every 30 days I believe it's either 30 or 60 or days like that. And so and it's easy to get we picked it up I think at Menards and at Home Depot
1: I I you know obviously it's not scientific whether it's work, whether we no, haven't had mice because of that but we haven't had mice in the time that we've been using it we've been places where I would think we would be prone to possibly having a mouse come in.
0: Yeah, and some people swear by Irish Spring Soap, and some people say, look at this mouse that just chewed this entire bar of soap. There are probably people out there that were like, look at my destroyed packet of Fresh Cab. So, you know, give it a try if it works for you. Um, Hopefully it will.
1: All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to have some road trip trivia
0: you almost said the answer to last week's brain teaser oh but but
1: that's not what we're gonna have we're gonna have road trip trivia and it's gonna be fun yes
0: i'm gonna (laughs) ask you the questions too all
1: right we'll see how that goes (laughs) we'll be right back a summer cold on the road can really dampen the adventure which is why cold fade is dedicated to preparing you for the unexpected and unwelcome common cold Each cold fade pack includes four common over-the-counter medications from leading U.S. manufacturers, a travel case, cold fades research-based strategy, and a mobile app designed to notify you of what medications to take and how and when to take them. Take the guesswork out of cold relief with cold fade. That's F-A-I-D. Visit coldfade.com, C-O-L-D-F-A-I-D.com. Find peace of mind today and be prepared for tomorrow. With cold fade. RV season is here, but the change of seasons also brings rain, mud, pollen, and other elements that you have to waste your time cleaning, or worse, that can end up damaging your vehicle. Whether you own a motorhome, a travel trailer, or a truck camper, EmpireCovers.com is here to help you protect all your vehicles against Mother Nature. EmpireCovers.com offers high quality, affordable covers that are engineered to protect. Every cover comes with a free warranty to guarantee that it remains durable over time. If you're not in need of a full cover, Empire has just launched a line of RV rooftop covers that keep the roof of your RV clean and protect it from UV rays. RV Miles listeners can receive free shipping plus an extra 15% off their entire order. Visit empirecovers.com slash RV Miles or use the promo code RV Miles at checkout. We're back and Abby is here prepared to... Deliver some road trip trivia questions.
0: Hard research has gone into this. Hard research.
1: put me under the gun with (laughs) things like this. It's always fun for her.
0: Yeah, so it's been a while since we've just done something fun and easy on the podcast. And so we thought it's time again for some trivia. Jason, these are going to be nine questions that I pulled from full-time traveler's website, liveawilderlife.com. Calm. This is a full-time family that is blogging about their time out on the road and they put 41 road trip trivia questions together. I did not think we needed to do all 41. Okay. So I did pull nine. Now, before we begin, where do you think you're going to land? On how many you're going to get right? Like, let's let's go ahead and lay this out. What is your confidence we're, level? We're doing nine. We are doing nine, I believe.
1: Oh, well, you picked them. This like, is the challenge. Yeah, you like, what's the
0: over/under on this for you?
1: It, I would, if if they were picked at random, I'd say that I would probably <laughs> get a seven of nine. But since you picked them. I'm a little concerned, and I'm thinking that maybe I'm going to get five of nine.
0: Okay, you're going five. I think you are going to get seven. Okay. So we're going to see where this lands. Of course, play along with us. This is going to be, there's going to be three choices for each question, and then I'm going to give the answer with just, if I have it, a little tiny bit of uh, info that goes along with that answer. All right. All right. Here we go. Oh, boy. Aren't we all so excited? Do I need a I need buzzing. Oh, I wish we had like the like Jeopardy. Oh, and can you phrase it in the form of a question? Fantastic. All right, here we go. I'm
1: buzzing <laughs> to beat the other <laughs> contestants. Yeah.
0: In 2003, fed up with the bad press, the stealing of signs, and the mysterious traffic accidents, transportation departments from Utah, Colorado, and New Mexico decided to rename what is now Highway 491. What was Highway 491's former name? Was it A, Highway 867 I doubt that's the case. B, Highway 666? Or highway three point one four one five nine two six five
1: three five nine. Well you just made it too easy.
0: <laughs> I wanted to give you a freebie.
1: Okay, obviously it was it was highway six six six.
0: Yes, it was highway six 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 and in two thousand three they couldn't take it anymore. And they changed it to Highway 491. Why was there a Highway
1: 666 in the first place? Well, you know... We don't have 13th floors in buildings. We I mean... have...
0: <laughs> I'd like to know what the mysterious traffic accidents yeah. that they are alluding to. I did not dive that deep. Okay. That's one. One point. Ding. Next one. Number I, can two. Can I
1: update my estimate? Because if they're going to be like that, I'm...
0: No. No, no, okay. no. You, okay. yeah, you have to say with five. I said seven. Uh, what state... And interstate has the grim distinction of having the most fatalities in the U.S. Ooh. So you have to, I'm going to give you the suggestions. It's going to feature the state and the interstate. Is it Interstate 70 in Colorado, Interstate 30 in Dallas, Texas, or Interstate 4 in Florida?
1: Wow. I mean, I could see I-70 because of the weather. I could see I-30 because of the speed <laughs> and the Texas drivers.
0: And just know they didn't give random choices. They just gave the answer. So I've actually gone in and filled in mm. with two more possible guesses.
1: I'm going to say I-70. I'm going with I-70. You're going
0: I-70 yeah. in Colorado. Yeah. Womp Oh. The most dangerous highway in the U.S. is Interstate 4. And I actually went and I looked this up to make sure. Which was found between the years of uh, 2016 and 2019 to have 1.134 deaths per mile of highway. So this is a 132-mile stretch of interstate that runs between two Florida cities of Tampa and Daytona Beach and had a total of 150 traffic fatalities between 2016 and 2019.
1: There is a reason why insurance is higher in Florida.
0: (laughs) And it even said that Orlando (laughs) was found to be the deadliest city along I-4 with 11 fatalities during this
1: time. I've also heard that Orlando is considered to be one of the most depressed cities yeah and can i also
0: i don't know why it's the house ha- it's got it's home of the happiest place well, on earth but the but that's probably that live there yes,
1: are the people who work customer service all day long
0: they're not there for the happiest place on earth um which is you know gave me a little pause when i read this because we will be traveling yeah. from tampa to yeah. orlando in
1: well, january you know when people get really scared about mountainous drives like this is this is well, something just, to point out that you're it's not, in not Florida the mountain passes that are the scary drives.
0: Okay. All right, Mr. Epperson. So that's one and one. Okay. So number three, which state in the US has the highest legal speed limit at eighty-five miles per hour? Is it Interstate ninety-five in Maine, the Turner Turnpike in Oklahoma, or Texas State Highway 130? Which of those three has the highest?
1: I thought somebody had a 90-mile-per-hour speed limit, like in Wyoming Now, or I
0: looked this up, and this I, I vetted this because I I kind of thought the same thing, too, and I could not find... I bounced around to a few different okay. websites. I could not get that
1: confirmed. I'm going with Texas.
0: You are going with Texas, and that would be correct. Yeah. It is Texas State Highway 130. They supposedly hold the highest record, 85 miles per hour. I believe the Turner Turnpike in Oklahoma is uh, 80, and then in Maine, it's 95 on Interstate 95. Or I'm sorry, 75 <laughs> on Interstate 95. Okay, you're up. 2-1. Here we go. Number four. Which city in the U.S. was named as the number one adventure city by National Geographic, the top mountain biking town by Bike Magazine, and the number one town in the West by Outside Magazine? Is it one, Colorado Springs, Colorado, two, Boise, Idaho, or three, Bozeman, Montana? Bozeman. Bozeman. You are wrong. It is Boise, Idaho, and you felt so confident.
1: <laughs> well, I've never been to Boise, Idaho. I've been to the other two. I so.
0: <laughs> was shocked that it was Boise. We well, have to
1: check out Boise then.
0: We need to spend a little bit more time in Idaho. Yeah. I think, yeah. although their state parks are a little expensive yeah. right now, so <laughs> that might not be an option. Um, okay, so you are even now two All and right. two. Number five: Which city in the U.S. has the most microbreweries? Per capita. I forgot that last little part. <laughs> I was just excited by this question. Is it Seattle, Washington, Asheville, North Carolina, or Portland, Maine?
1: Ooh, per capita.
0: Yes. Is it Seattle, Asheville, or Portland?
1: I'm going to go Seattle.
0: Oh, that's the one I added. And no, it's not Seattle. It's actually Portland, Maine. That
1: was my second choice. And
0: Asheville comes in second.
1: Asheville. So.
0: Yes, which I feel like I really missed out on an opportunity when yeah. we were in Asheville. We didn't so, go to the microbrewery. No, we're going to have to go back. So, okay, you are now two and three. Okay. So this is like, you know, you're the Bears now in this whole thing. You're the Chicago Bears of this trivia. Okay, if you want to come out on top, you're going to you're gonna have to spice some things up. All right, here we go. Maybe get a new quarterback. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. The bald eagle is America's official animal, but since they aren't actually hairless, what does the bald part of the name mean or where does it come from?
1: Well, I always assumed because their white head looks like, could like look like they're bald from a distance or something.
0: You're really close on this one. So I, I, I'm i not quite sure if you're right. I'm going to read. So bald.
1: Oh, I get multiple choice, right?
0: No, this one I did okay. not give you multiple choice on. This one <sighs> just is really one that you need to kind of yeah. understand the word bald and, and its mm-hmm. meaning. So we'll go ahead and give it to you. Okay. Okay. You might make the playoffs as a wild card. So bald is an old English word meaning white. Oh. The bird got its name for its signature white
1: feathers. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. And I thought, you know, as someone from the Quad Cities, that's embarrassing that you don't know that.
1: Yeah. We got lots of bald eagles there.
0: Wow. We can't, you can't go home. Okay. Yeah. That's rough. All right. Here's another one. Number seven. McDonald's arches are always displayed in their signature golden French fry color except in Sedona, Sedona, Arizona. Arizona. What color are the arches in Sedona? Are they fuchsia, violet, or turquoise? Turquoise. What was that? I
1: I almost said teal. Turquoise. (laughs) Turquoise. Same thing.
0: You are right. Sedona has a rule that prevents buildings and signage from clashing with the natural surroundings. They opted for the more aesthetically pleasing color of... Turquoise. All right, that has you up now, right? So is that 4-7? Number 8.
1: 4-7.
0: I mean, <laughs> I did math. 4-3. 4-3. We're at number 7. Number 8. Which state is known as the gym state? Is it Idaho, Arkansas, or California? Arkansas. You are wrong. Yeah, you really need just a second to think about it. Just give it a second.
1: Well, give I a just, I, you know.
0: We are traveling back to, obviously, the very eclectic state of Idaho. And we have
1: that, that place where you dig for diamonds in Arkansas. Yeah,
0: so it's Idaho's nickname is the Gem State. Yeah, who didn't know? All right, this is very exciting. You are tied four and four. So here we go. I told you I was going to get a five. Well, that's confidence. (laughs) So that will do you well because this is a very easy question. Number nine, the bonus. What was the first unofficial national park of the United States? Was it Yellowstone? Hot Springs. Not even going to let me finish, huh? No. Wow. Wow. Look at you. Yes, you are correct. You never would have done that to Alex Trebek, though. Never.
1: Um, well, you know, there's the time and you gotta get all the um, just The more look, the more the less time you waste, you get
0: congratulations, you got five exactly like you thought yeah. you would get. And so for those who didn't know, Hot Springs National Park in Arkansas became federally protected land in eighteen thirty two because there wasn't a national park system in place yet. It is unofficially the first national park, but it didn't become an official national park until 1921
1: and the first official national park is yellowstone
0: okay now you're just now you're just being okay i I got a few wrong (laughs) so now i gotta sound smart (laughs) i'm just glad you came out on top with the national park all
1: right right, well that was a whole lot of fun and you can check out the rest of the questions in the blog article that we'll share in the show notes at rvmiles.com slash 205 be right back
0: have you booked your next campground yet these days, an available campsite can be harder to find than Bigfoot. RV Spot Drop is a new website that delivers canceled and unsold campsites right to your inbox. No more wasting hours calling campgrounds. Just tell RV Spot Drop your locations, dates, and amenities, and you'll get an email alert the moment a matching site is available. RV Spot Drop annual membership costs just $10, and RV Miles listeners can get 20% off by visiting RV. RVSpotDrop.com, and entering code RVMILES, all one word. That's RVSpotDrop.com, code RVMILES.
1: Electrical surge protection is one of the cheapest insurance policies you can provide for your RV, and the Power Watchdog Smart Surge Protector, made by Hughes Autoformers beats the competition with field-replaceable surge modules. With other brands, when the surge protector takes a large surge or a spike, you have to throw it away. The power watchdog can be brought back to life with one small, affordable part you can replace yourself. They'll even give you a free surge module in the first two years, and now they have a limited lifetime warranty. Use the coupon code RV Miles, all one word, for ten percent off your order at HughesAutoFormers.com. That's code RV Miles for ten percent off at HughesAutoFormers.com. All right, it's time to check the levels of our tanks. Abby, what is in your black tank this week?
0: This one is going to cut me to the core because I am not only black tanking pizza, I am black tanking Lou Malnati's. Ouch. Yeah, it was rough. So Friday night, we were at a hotel because we were in town for your brother and our sister-in-law's uh, wedding reception. They got married a year ago, but we're finally getting to have the wedding reception. Yeah. Well, you are out with all the dudes playing paintball, getting really beat up in paintball. Uh, yeah, hey, I did okay. Uh, okay, I saw everybody else, and I saw you, and somebody really <laughs> unloaded on you. It did not look comfortable. So I'm in the hotel with the kids, and we decided we want to order pizza. So we order Lou Malnati's. It was only about a mile and a half from the hotel.
1: Famous Chicago-style pizza.
0: Famous Chicago-style pizza. Here we are 25 miles outside the city. We're getting some Chicago pizza. So I order the kids the standard thin cross cheese pepperoni, but I ordered myself a personal Chicago-style veggie. I was so excited for it. It seemed like a very normal wait time. It told us of about 40 to 45 minutes, maybe closer to an hour. That's really normal so the pizza gets there. It takes an hour. The pizza gets there. I go downstairs to get it. And the minute the guy hands me the box, my heart just kind of sinks. And I know this is not going to be good because the box is lukewarm. Mm-hmm. And I take it upstairs and, you know, I open it. And I'm trying to keep a good face because I need these kids to eat because this is dinner. Like there's there's nowhere else to go get food. And the pizza I bet and I believe that probably at one time it was a really, really delicious pizza, but it was cooked and then it was just sitting in its box waiting for the delivery person. And so while it sat in the box, and I mean, I'm not talking just a little bit in the box, like, you know, when you put something in a cardboard container and it steams it and that cardboard starts to get to the point where it's almost disintegrating.
1: Well, Lou's has that that buttery crisp crust yes. too. And, and there that, was no crisp to that. It's disintegrating along yes. with the cardboard. There
0: was no crisp to that. The thin crust tolerated a little, fared a little bit better. When I went to go eat that Chicago style veggie, it just disintegrated in my hands. Wow. The whole thing. Because, you know, oh. those are really wet. You know, that yeah. sauce is really wet. So it's sort of like, and we've ordered these delivery before. So this is not our first time and this is not typical. We have had delivery Chicago-style pizza and it has been on point. This had clearly set for a very, very, very long time. And it was so disappointing. And why I'm black tanking it's A, for that, but B, that was expensive. Yeah. And then to get that... Was just, oh, it was so disappointing. Nobody ate. I think dinner ended up really just being Cheez Its and some Z bars.
1: Well, I had a really good pizza. I don't want to talk about
0: night. your what. No, you didn't have pizza. You had gnocchi.
1: Well, yeah, but I ate off of someone else's pizza God. too. We had like a few pizzas.
0: God, I can't, you didn't even bring any leftovers.
1: <laughs> what is in your fresh tank?
0: Oh, So my fresh tank, though, goes to Chicago because we're here and I am so happy to be home. But it's more about when we were driving in Mm -hmm. that we saw the skyline and then here comes the CTA and everything starts feeling familiar. And it's been two and a half years since we've been here and uh, my heart just melted my heart melted for my city that I love so much. And that is just, it does not matter how you come into Chicago. It does not matter if you are on 290, 55, 90, flying in on your boat out in the lake. There is nothing like a Chicago skyline. That's true. It is just spectacular. And then to just be here and, you know, I... I, to walk around this morning and to, and to walk around Logan Square and just just be in the city again. And, and we saw some friends last night and people who know us and who know the different versions of us we've been over the last 20 years. I mean, what? God, it's so good to be home. So Chicago... I love you. You get my fresh tank this week. There's nothing you're going to be able to do to me the rest of this week. Even if you give me bad pizza, I'm still going to love you. (laughs) What if they charge
1: you $4 to enter a parking lot to drop someone off to pick up a rental car. Um, and you're I, in that parking lot for about 30 seconds, but you still have to pay $4 to get well, out. Well,
0: that it. feels on brand for Chicago, so it doesn't <laughs> bother me. But I would also say to that person who's throwing some shade that way is that someone else in that truck said, why don't you drop me off over there and I'll just walk in? And, that, okay. and you were very okay, adamant. Let's along. Oh, see? Now, you, I'm just saying, you were very adamant. And so you, the lady was not going to have it when I you was, tried to walk that $4 I back. I
1: followed the signs. I'm just
0: saying, okay. the lady, she was I not today. She was like, not science. today. You are not the first guy to try and be like, I've only been here for three minutes. Do I have to pay? She's like, yeah, you're to pay. Give me that $4. Anyway. Anyway, what is in your?
1: Tank. So we talked about the fact that I went paintball with my brothers and <laughs> um, and uh, you know members of the wedding party and stuff. That's
0: what this means. Yeah. Oh, okay, so now I see where this is going.
1: So I I did. I got shot up a little bit, and yes. I got some some welts on my body. And we're swimming in the hotel pool. And it's mostly family. It's a small pool. There's not a lot of people in there.
0: Well, they had a limit on it, and we were at the limit. I think it was 10 people could be in there.
1: But there was one woman in there with her daughter who was not related to any of us. And when I, like, took my shirt off and got in, she got her daughter out real quick. And then she goes over and takes a picture of, like, the sign on the wall that says, like, don't swim with ringworm and, and lesions and stuff. And I think she thought that I was, like... Covered in ringworm because I have these <laughs> circular welts on my. It's
0: like that man has. Painful. That man has the so plague. It's not that
1: much of a black tank. I just, I, I. She didn't do anything to me or anything. I actually feel bad. That, that,
0: yes. For the little I'm, girl that
1: couldn't swim anymore.
0: I'm very surprised. I kept waiting for hotel management to come in there coming. and be like, "Sir." <laughs> Can we speak to you for a minute? Uh, because I think, you know, you. your brother was there and then his half-brother was there. And I think they had a couple, because you guys had all gone. So you all had a couple of little spots. I mean, you, your side, somebody you said somebody caught you and there. unloaded. Like you were in somebody a bus me, or something okay. and someone came in and just unloaded on you. Yeah. So uh, you definitely were really noticeable. But that woman must have just been like, OMG. OMG. These people.
1: They're diseased people. We we finally
0: can come back to the hotels, and this is what I get. So um, I can't imagine that she's listening, but if she ever runs across this, it was just from paintball, and y'all were totally safe. We promise we'd never do something like that. Okay, what is in your fresh tank this week?
1: This is a a great post in the RV Miles Facebook group from from Julie and Marty. Uh, They shared... Uh, a challenge with people, and you don't have to be a member of the RV Miles Facebook group to do this. Uh, you can do this from anywhere, but we, we know that there's been issues recently with public lands and campsites being dirty and messy and, and not left in the greatest condition. So they posted a challenge that that you should go to a campsite, take a picture of the condition it's in, and take a picture of the condition that you leave it in and you know the idea being that you leave it better than you found it you you pick it up you you make it a better place instead of just leaving the stuff that somebody else has left behind and i thought that was just so fantastic and i think we can do that wherever we are on social media or don't even need to share it, just do it.
0: No, and I love how proactive that is. Rather than being reactive and negative to the situation, you're being proactive and trying to do something positive so that we can all continue to enjoy our public lands. So thank you so much to them for taking the time out to go and do that and care for these very special places. Yeah.
1: All right, it's time to finish up the show with a a, a tip of the week again from the (laughs) RV community. And last week we... It was in there, but then we went and cut it back out because uh, there was some weird thing that happened where our buddy Josh, the RV nerd over at Haley RV Center, his clip was like uh, echoing itself. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you were you were not happy that that had happened, and we just couldn't salvage it, so we had to cut it out, but we think it's such a great tip, that, and we wanted to do Josh justice, so we are putting it back in this week.
1: So here again is Josh the RV Nerd from the Haylet RV Center YouTube channel, which is a fantastic YouTube channel, um, the RV industry from a dealer's perspective. It's great, but the quick tip for getting water spots off your shower door in your RV. Mr. William Kramer reached out and said, you know, I like the clear shower doors like we have on this Cougar right here, but mine shows a lot of water spots. And one day it occurred to me, I could just hit it with a RainX treatment, and that'll cause the water to beat off, and I have almost no rain spots left, on, or water spots, as it were, left on my shower doors now. It's simple, it's brilliant, it's inexpensive, and anybody can do it uh, right in your own backyard. You don't need to bring it into a service center. All right, that's it for this week's episode of the RV Miles podcast.
0: Yes, it is. And like we ask every single week, if you are enjoying the show, would you please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave RV Miles a five star review? We are getting closer and closer to closing in on 1,000 reviews. So thank you all so very much for going over there and doing that and helping RV Miles reach a whole new audience. It's incredible. Incredible to us, the amount of people that are joining us every single week. This is phenomenal. RV Miles, of course, is all across social media, but if you'd really like to chat with Jason and I, the very best place to do that is in the RV Miles Facebook group. It's a delightful group of over 10,000 people, and we do try to keep a really positive atmosphere in there and of course there's great questions that we often feature here on the podcast that's just kind of the environment that's going on over there other than that we hope you have a fantastic week we are going to continue to enjoy sweet home chicago but please stay safe be well and keep logging those rv miles
1: bye everybody